Welcome to Hive Mind. I'm Meg. I'm here with Emily. Hey, Emily. Hi, Meg. Um, just right from the top, I want to say something, which is I am a liar and I lied. Uh, oh, what did you lie about? I lied to everyone who listens to this podcast and I told them that Chick-fil-A's ice cream was dairy-free. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you killed a few people eh, from what I yeah, heard. I've killed people. I've disappointed people. And honestly, no one's more disappointed than me. So to be clear, the freezes are not dairy-free? You know what? I still think they are. <laughs> okay. I would love that dream for you, but uh, <laughs> as a journalist, I need to know the truth. <laughs> are, are the freezes at Chick-fil-A dairy-free? Like I can't find any um, scientific backing that they are dairy-free. <laughs> Which leads to the question, why did you say it in the first place on All this right. podcast that hundreds of people listen to? Twenties of people listen to. Listen, <laughs> Because I'm an idiot and I'm all the ultimate consumer. And what had happened was I saw one day that the Chick-fil-A calls their frozen dessert ice dream. Which and does, so, it, it's in the realm of Cool Whip. Like it feels, it's like, like imitation crab with a K. Like it's yes. it's not the real thing. I get where you're coming from. Naturally, I assumed that means it's not cream. Sure. Yeah. Uh, frankly, I think we should all sue Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> Class action. Whatever you do, don't sue us. Let's just sue Chick-fil-A. You could sue me. I don't know what you're going to get, my car debt. I, I'm not sure what you're hoping to... I do have quite a collection of headbands. You have great headbands. I, got, I do. I have great headbands. So, I mean, I guess come after me for that if you want. Apologies. I hate, A, I hate being wrong. I hate... I loathe being wrong. Um, and I loathe it the most publicly. So, you know, honestly, this is the it's worse for me than anyone. Yeah. My condolences. Um, how did you feel about this episode? How did you feel about this episode of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Listen, it can't all be gold or we wouldn't appreciate it. Uh, in particular, though, this episode drained me. Like, um, have you ever had a friend? That like sometimes they're really fun and you have the best time ever. And then sometimes all they want to do is just like trauma dump on you and you just come home exhausted. Mm -hmm. And like, it's always a crapshoot of like what you're going to get with them. And so you keep trying and then you're like, oh, this was exhausting and I'm never doing it again. And then like two months later, they're like, should we get dinner? And you're like, yeah, let's get dinner. And then they're yeah, like, let's do it. yeah, that's what happened with me in the Real Housewives last night. Okay. Uh, from all of them or one housewife in particular? Well, the whole episode was like, wah, wah. I mean, the high when the highlight is a mission opening call, it, it's a tough news week. Yeah, I agree. There were some highs. There were some lows for me. Um, I thought Angie Katzenavis has never looked better than she did in jeans and a collared shirt. I thought that was her, a great look for her. And her hair pulled up. Her hair pulled up. I was like, Angie, why aren't we seeing more of this? Cut to her confessional with weird boob cutouts, you know? Yeah. I'm like yeah who's helping you can i can i help you because i i think that we have found what your look should be and we need to embrace that yeah i had someone dm me about sean's halloween costume and was like he's ken but he's not even wearing the right kind of cowboy boots or hat wow the details i thought that speaking of new confessional looks we got two last night heather mm -hmm. had a school sexy school marm oh for me it was giving postal worker uh, oh, okay. I didn't mind the structure of it. It's just, it wasn't good in fruition. I like, 
I agree. I liked the idea of it, but it just didn't land. And, I, and maybe it was the necklaces. Like there were one too many things going on. It you was a little too costumey. Yeah. In a, in a, and it was a lace one? Yeah. She looked good. Her hair and makeup looked good. It's just like the outfit was bad. And then we had a new confessional look from Lisa. And dare I say, the worst Lisa look I've ever seen. Tell me which one. It was like really low cut rattlesnake like speaking of weird boobs it was a very weird breast it's like big pointy shoulders it was like a super villain look okay I'm not remembering it but I'll keep my eye out for it next week uh, yeah it's really fascinating and if anyone else saw it please hit me back it was very very interesting it she was wearing it was like a turquoise crocodile top oh okay I I mean I'm gonna go ahead and show that it's a it's a bodysuit I have found it online, and it is in fact a bodysuit, and I bet it cost a million dollars. And I'll tell you right, it's Versace. Versace, Versace, Versace. <laughs> um, it's a Versace top, and honestly, it looks like okay, Donatella, swinging a miss. Okay, that's fair. Um, uh, it's an interesting look. You know what, Lisa? Here's what I appreciate about her. She keeps trying. Oh, this one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this was really funny because she was wearing this while she was talking about Jack getting held at gunpoint on his mission. Um, but then she said, but overall, it's thrilling. I laughed out loud. It's I, not good. Honestly, if I could, I would love a new show by Lisa because here's a person who really knows how to bring some levity to some very serious situation. And here's a person who has the most uncanny ability to make any possible scenario about herself. I love it. I live for it. And I thank her for it. That's what I want in a housewife, personally. 1,000%. Heather also brought that energy this week, taking someone else's very real trauma and somehow making it about herself and her own relationship with her mother in a way where it was like, these are, one of these things is not like the other, like the Sesame Street game. Like there's yeah. abandonment and trauma and then like strained relationship in your mom post-divorce, you know? Uh, yeah, uh-huh, 100%. The other thing I want to say right from the top, look, I don't like Monica's mom and I'm not <laughs> going to take it back and I'm not going to be shamed by her comments anymore. I don't think Monica's mom is a nice person. I, yes, agreed. Why are they doing this? Why? I, I Like, listen, I like my mom. We get on. If I wanted to watch a mom fight, though, I'd go pick up some bones. I'd go tell my mom about some trauma she did in seventh grade, which what it was. She left me at the piano teacher's house every single week. Every single week she forgot me in the piano teacher's house. And I'm just saying that's what I would go fight with someone about if I wanted to watch a mom fight. Because you're the third kid, right? Yeah, of course. So no one cares yeah. about me. Yeah, you're, you're, you're the one that's going to get left at the, having had a third child like the kid that's going to get left at the piano teacher's house is absolutely the third kid yes exactly so that's where if i wanted to fight with a mom i'd go do that i wouldn't my mom is look it, it's the, next level meg it's next level and i'm like why are we why are we doing this on camera like this isn't fun there's no one's enjoying this this is giving jen shaw and i don't want that anymore no. you know like these this is too serious you know what shows i don't like marriage boot camp celebrity rehab these are shows i don't like do you want to know why i don't want to get into this with you i don't like it it's not fun 
It's not entertaining. It's exhausting. You know what I'm doing? You know why I'm turning on Bravo? I am turning on Bravo for the lowest stakes imaginable. A hundred percent. I am pettiness. Bravo. Mustaches. Versace. Hilarious hairdos with jeans and a button up. <laughs> G wagons. G wagon. G wagons. That's what I want. Um, Monica. It's not. It's not you. It's me. Um, it's not working out right now for us, but you know, I hope we can see it through sometime because Monica has flashes of pure entertainment. She does. And I think she's fun. I'm just, I want to move away from the bummer town that she keeps giving us. And I'm like, oh, maybe this is why they don't bring real people on the real housewives because they don't live in the fantasy. And what we want is the fantasy. Yes. And it's not even like you have to be super rich. I do. I prefer it. Of course. Don't but- we know? It's the more of this, like, you guys just need to go to, like, I don't actually even think they need to go to therapy. I think they just need to stop having a relationship. That's my two cents. I don't even think therapy could salvage this. When you are fighting that hard in a public place in front of cameras, I think you've hit a level of you're, you don't want to get better. No. And I think, I hope, do I want to say this? I think that they want to be on camera I think that they want to do this on camera which is making me side-eye them you know like I believe there's real issues there but I'm also like this should be resolved behind closed doors and I want no part of it and you're making me a part of it I think because you want to be a star and I do not enjoy that do not like it I didn't like two things that happened last night I with Monica I didn't like the fight and I didn't like that the restaurant made a point to point out the purse tree. I really didn't like that. There was something about that purse tree that really made me mad. It was like a coat rack for your purse. And the waiter made a point to be like, you can put your purse here on this rack. And I don't know why, but for some reason, it just really made me feel sick to my stomach. If I don't have a purse three feet from me, or sorry, three inches from me, I'm panicking. I need my lip gloss. I need my phone. I need my tampons, you know, like I've got to have my stuff right by me. Don't make me hang it on a rack. That's not where it goes. It goes, it hangs on the back of my chair. Sometimes it sits in my lap. Sometimes I I keep it in my lap. Depending on the purse, it might be on the floor, but it's like right by my feet, you know? Yeah, agreed. Um, Here's some other highlights while we're talking. I liked that the episode started with Whitney in like full Dom wear. <laughs> like she black it was leather. like athleisure, but leather. I was very confused. Yeah, it's athleisure for dominatrix. It was like a Nike coat and then leather spandex pants situation that she's wearing just around the house. And I'm like, yeah, you do you. I will tell you, I felt so good about myself when I noticed that Whitney doesn't have an ice machine because guess who does? me guess who's broke mine do you use distilled water in it i don't want to talk about it okay all right i never clean mine listen i want to say i asked you that question because i never clean mine and my only hope and prayer is that the distilled water will make it never break you know what i think broke mine trying to clean it oh okay great i feel very validated yeah keep Um, living your life meg how much would someone have to pay you to go to dinner with mary there's not enough money in this world same answer for me. I, I just love when Whitney's like, she's not nice to me. I'm like, do you <laughs> understatement of the century? Because Whitney's like, every time I go to therapy, every time I do my intention work, the name. Mary- no, her healing work. 
her healing word. Healing with an I. Yep. Healing. I sometimes I can't hear a Utah accent because I have one so bad. Yeah, we we both have one. We're from Utah, but like to hear someone else do it is humiliating. Oh, humiliating. And you know, Meg and I ride hard for Utah. We go, we will get upset when people talk bad about Utah, but hearing the accent did make me feel bummed. Yeah, I looked in the mirror and I did not like what I saw. I was in New York a couple weeks ago and I was talking to someone and they were like, where are you from? And I was like, oh, Utah. And he goes, I knew it. And I (gasps) how? Because by the way, I think usually speaking, speaking in bold, bold, bulk statements, Disneyland, whatever, I can point out a point out a Utah family a hundred feet away. Okay. Oh, We're, so easy. Easy to spot. But this, this, there was no wardrobe. I was in a rain jacket that buttoned all the way up. Okay. So he can't see anything. Mm-hmm. But he said the way you said dill. Oh. Did you and say was, dill like yeah, the herb? I said like a pickle. I said it like a pickle. He did tell me <laughs> I used to live in Wyoming. That's why I'm familiar with the Utah accent. And I was like, the fact that I have one this bad, I feel like Eliza Doolittle. But why is that so shameful? Because I hear other people's regional accents and I'm like, oh, that's so charming. Are we no just term. a shit? There's no what? There's no term to the Utah accent. I know. Is, is that, that what like, it is? I think we just sound ignorant. Like we don't know vowels, which like I don't mountain 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 pillow 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 Mount. but if someone says mountain i'm like get off your high horse oh uh, when someone says zion i'm like you think out. you're better than me you think get you're out. better than me okay baroness like yeah. i don't like it so i'm Gross. with you um i speaking to people talking i guess whitney and justin don't i i'm gonna be honest i wanted to judge the fact that they were not firing on the same cylinders calendar wise but that would really be calling the pot black because I oftentimes think I have full conversations with my husband that I absolutely have not had. Oh yeah. They're all happening in my head. About 5% are actually coming out of my mouth, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm drained because I planned this whole party in my brain, but I definitely did not tell him a single detail about it. Yeah. Yes. We've all been there probably weekly. It's part of marriage. Part of marriage. Uh, Sorry. One last pet peeve. I do not like when people call their spouse by an initial. Did she call him Jay? Yeah, she said, love you, Jay. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. Don't like it. You're trying way too hard. S isn't like a fun one to say. S, love you, S. So I wouldn't do it. I would never be like, love you, E. I I, I would rather just like walk into moving traffic. I hate the way it sounds. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. There's something about an initial that feels so try hard to me and I can't express why. Well, okay. No, you don't have it. Okay. Next I'm not one. feeling as passionately as you, but I support you in that. I passion. get really popped off. I get pop off. Another question for you is, do you feel like Heather really wanted a new snow wardrobe, but also wanted to use it as a tax write-off? Yeah. Because I swear there's other things to do in Utah. Um, I like snowmobiling as much as the next person. Do you? Snowmobiling. Okay. I'm not like going out of my way to do it, but if we're at a cabin and there are snowmobiles and someone wants to go, I'll go. I'm not going to go to a specific snowmobile excursion business and give them my money to do it. Yeah. Okay. Good point. 
I wouldn't do it. If I was at a cabin, they're like, you can hop on snowmobiles. I'd say get wrecked. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I, I don't, I don't like being cold. I don't like out of control, tiny. It's just like, there's a million ways to die. And that's not the one I choose. Sure. Uh, but I definitely would not be like, Hey Meg, do you want to meet up at a snowmobile place and take pictures with our cleavage? I mean, props to them for making snow gear sexy, I guess, because that's a really hard thing to do. Uh, I'm impressed. Practically speaking, I'm not sure that like a full open chest is doing much to prevent cold from getting in. No, but you know what? They got the shot. They sure did. And that's all that really matters. I'm not convinced they were on that snowmobile for more than 30 seconds. They did not look rosy cheeked in the slightest. Not at all. The hair was not windblown. They were there to sit on those leather couches and chat. I wanted to know more about their instructor because that guy seems like he knows how to have fun. He was so funny. He barely spoke to them. They got on the snowmobile. He planted them there on the leather couches and then he was out of there. He could not leave the room faster. And he was, Emily, kind of a hunk, like a very oh. like bearded, yeah, big broad shouldered man agreed he had like some potential to be a real heartthrob and i, I was like why is heather not flirting with this man yeah, we've seen her flirt things. with all the other venue vendor people that have ever come on this show she might like actually be attracted to him like, this one's actually a catch looking yeah. um he also had a great laugh he laughed about something and walked away that was my favorite put him in the couch laughed about something kept walking but that's how you get a good tip and if anyone knows him tell him good job <laughs> Love him, to, love to have him on the pod. Love to have him on the pod. Uh, okay, so this is when Heather tries to connect with Monica. Sounds like Monica had a pretty toxic childhood. Sound like um, sounds like Heather had a, from what I can gather, pretty normal. Have you seen Monica's mom out here on the social medias saying it's not as bad as you think it is? We were actually friends with the family that I left her with, and I'm like, ma'am, excuse me, that's still pretty bad. Hey, ma'am, um, you might want to just put that shovel down because you're digging your own grave. Friends is not close enough to leave a f child with. No, absolutely not. And Godparents? yet that's her defense. Godparents? Okay. Okay. Sure. The best Aunt, uncle, best I get it. Things happen. That maid of honor, head group. Okay, that close. Okay, family almost. You're so close. Uh, But casual friends in Pennsylvania? It's tough. It's tough. I felt bad for Monica. And at that point, I was thinking, Monica, I don't think you need to have a relationship with your mom right now. Maybe one day, maybe someday. But I don't think you should because there's a lot that you need to work through. I agree. Um. Okay. When are we ever going to get a shot of Lisa's real house from the outside? Because do they think we're fools? Like the lighting, the windows, nothing matches up. Not not a single interior shot matches up to anything that looks like the outside. And it's such a disconnect between the exterior and the interior, like completely different languages. One is very contemporary. One is very Utah 2003, you know? And I'm like, Lisa would never. No, never. And I'm like, I get not wanting to show your house. I do. I understand that. I honestly absolutely. Do. But I'm also kind of like, give us a different outside. Also, like, it's not that hard to find. Also, you're putting your whole life and your kids on the show. Like, what difference does it make if you're showing your house? Also, yeah, just use your, just use Angie K's. Yeah, that's, yeah. See, I'm expecting more of an Angie K from the exterior. And it's definitely not that. It's not those river rocks. 
Um, love that John's like, oh, I knew two weeks before Lisa about Jack going on a mission. (laughs) (laughs) Those two are so great together. Like they are the complete opposite people and they adore each other in a way that is impossible to articulate, but I am a big fan of. Big fan. I feel like once again, every time John opens his mouth, I'm like, he's the best person on the show. 1000 percent he got emotional talking about jack it was sweet i was really sweet i also thought it was hilarious about how lisa was so shocked john kept his old mementos the amount of time she's like i can't believe you had these i'm like what was he just gonna dump them like oh hey here's two years of my life of pictures but yeah i'll just throw these out now i know actually i don't know where mine are like if you told me to go find my mission photos and letters home i'd probably have to drive to my parents house and dig through their garage because i certainly don't have them but i assume someday i will have them someday Someday. i assume that because every time i'm at their house they ask me to take them and every time i'm like no you i'm you're i'm good um one time my parents just showed up at my house with a truck full of stuff and we're like here's all your stuff (laughs) um and i was like oh okay and they did it to my other brother but guess who they didn't do it to your older sister you betcha and my little brother don't you think your oldest sister has been through enough in what bossing us all around (laughs) (laughs) don't tell her i said that uh mag three words liquid death charcuterie i'm here for it loved it liquid death is good i didn't know they had flavors and now i'm very interested i mean i like just a plain sparkling water i'm kind of a little freak for that but it's a good plain sparkling water Okay. Do you and you get? I like the idea of the mountain water. I will say, Liquid Death has some very funny marketing. Its branding is top shelf. Yeah, they do a great job. So yeah, I'm not their demographic, but I think I'm gonna buy it. No, it's good. You'll you won't be disappointed. Um. Yeah, I loved that when she's like, Jack doesn't care about me anymore. He doesn't care what I want. And she was like, it just feels kind of lame. And he was like, Liquid Death charcuterie. That's what he wants. <laughs> Let him do what She's he also very confused by his frosted tips. And I'm like, ma'am, aren't we all? Like, what are the youth doing? What are the kids? Why are we doing this? Justin Timberlake is not in a good spot right now. We should not be emulating his hair from 1999. And yet yeah. you're all doing it. It's all trash. Um, including Justin, you heard me. Oh, I loved Lisa telling the most unhinged, irrelevant story about the amount first of all the amount of times that she's like you can come home if you're unhappy i was like cool we all got it mm-hmm. and i love it that's great mm-hmm. parents mm-hmm. should be anything college what you should be like hey you have a safe place if you need it but mm-hmm. her being like when i was in college i had this roommate and one day i came home and she was wearing all of my clothes and she wanted to be me and you can always come home i was like what just happened lisa it is the most lisa barlow way to try and connect with somebody like she her you could tell her intentions were so there and yet her execution was so self-centered she 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 would be hard to be good friends with it would be exhausting but i do enjoy her a lot on the show yeah Uh, do i want to meet lisa no am i so glad she's a part of my life in this way Yes, 100%. Okay, so now we get to meet up with Heather, who I want to be like, there's more to do in Utah than skiing. But if we're being dead serious with each other, not a ton more. In the middle of winter? No. 
you can sit inside and cry or you can go ski like where are these producers gonna classic skating i mean i just there's not a lot of options at this stage we've been a lot of places we've been a lot of places i will say the zoo in the winter is pretty great the animals are out they're walking around would love to see the real housewives walking around the hogle me too um getting one of those giant bags of popcorn they have a really good popcorn that you can get in like a three gallon bag they didn't know hot tip pretty good ice cream too and pretty good french fries dairy free ice cream or regular it is not dairy free nobody order that ice cream thinking is dairy free i will not be held responsible for whatever lactic ass uh, episode you find yourself in i guess blame me do you know that did i tell you the story that my sister went to the zoo a couple weeks ago and there in the lion's cage was a domestic animal what yes dead is what i the hand motion domestic like a pet like a pet like one that's gonna make me really sad not a dog oh okay not a parrot was it a cat it was a cat and she went and told the zookeeper my sister was like the lack of urgency was a little shocking how did a cat get in the cage i don't know i mean well why couldn't a cat jump like climb in okay yeah there's okay. no there's do no you think, do you think the cat was like oh my ancestors i'm gonna go we're cousins honestly I, my hope is that cat was like i would love to choose my death and this is my choice okay i can respect that that i say Good for you. Good on you, Kat. Uh, and and there were some, tra- I have some traumatized nieces and nephews, if you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. um, they heard it. And one of them was like, did you, the cat, did you hear the cat? You know, when kids like can't make full sentences because they're like reliving the drama. <laughs> oh, no. My nephew kept being like, lion cage, ta- t- 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 did you, cat? And I was like, I heard, yeah. I heard about the cat. Oh, no. You Do you remember when a, a leopard got out of Hogle Zoo? No, I don't remember yeah. that. It was like, I want to say like 2015, 2016. I wasn't there, but I heard about it. They had to corral everyone in the gift shop when they went and found the leopard. Because same thing, it didn't have like a it's no open room. air. There's no and room. And somehow the leopard figured out how to like hop over and get over the fence. It was just on the loose in the zoo. That is truly terrifying. This is like, anytime there's natural disaster, I do think about like- The animals at the zoo. They're going to get out. Did you hear recently in New York when there was that flooding, a sea lion was just like swimming around. <laughs> Swapping around the back. city. It went back to the cage, but for a minute there, it was just on the loose. And I don't know. I just love that. I think someone should make a children's book about it. I know. But like then when it's like, you know, you get like Harambe and then it's like sad. There's nowhere to go, but up from that comment. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so they went skiing. You're the one that brought up the cat in the lion enclosure, okay? It is. I did that. Um, but Meg, have you been cross-country skiing? Yeah, it's hard. It's so hard. I went one and done. One and done. It is. I run. I'm a runner. This is eight times the cardiac exercise that running is. She doesn't run. She's not a runner. She's a marathoner. I'm a marathon completer. I don't know if you knew that about me i have run a marathon and cross-country skiing is still the hardest exercise i have ever done very hard i'm not good at cardio like stairs and i'm done so i they did a good job whitney didn't um 
my favorite part of the night happened when Whitney got out of her car and um someone made a bring it on reference which no doubt in my mind it was Monica when he got out she goes whoa 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 Whitney and I was like why is it taking four seasons for someone to do that uh gotta respect it what confused me about Whitney was the crop top outerwear for winter I guess if you're layering but still it looked like a sunny day too and it can get hot in that gear it, yeah, uh, so she's going to be, what's going to happen is she's going to want to remove the shell, the parka, and then she's going to be in a midriff exposed athletic top, which she'll regret if she falls in the snow. I just need these women to think more practically, you know, dress Heather, for the activity you're doing. Heather's one piece was cool. She looked good. Yeah. Heather uh, has great winter wear. She has great win- The The thing Heather does best, and I don't care if she hears this. The thing Heather does best is absolutely snow activity gear. That's her best wardrobe. Everything else, real hit or miss. Most of the time, miss. But she absolutely kills it on the winter wardrobe. I think she's the best skier, too. She feels like the truest skier to me. She seems to be the the only skier. Yeah. Like, Whitney has told us numerous times she snowboards to the surprise of literally no one. Whitney's a snowboarder. I know, like you would, Whitney. We we all knew you were going to say you were a snowboarder. Absolutely. And Meredith's like a casual, rich person grew up Meredith around. is a Deer Valley skier. Mm-hmm. Like, Meredith is going to the most luxe resorts. She's skiing half a day. She's taking a long lunch. She's doing an apres ski at 2 p.m. Yep, exactly. Lisa doesn't ski. She told us herself. Um, Angie can't imagine Angie skis. She doesn't seem like she wants to. No, because it's not Greek. Oh, you were. Opa. Um, okay. Whitney, Meredith, Monica, and Heather, the weirdest conglomeration of people, then proceed to have an outdoor tailgate in a parking lot, uh, which it's like, is it COVID again, you guys? Yeah, uh, what are we doing? My favorite part was the Cheesecake Factory bread Heather brought. Respect. Oh, that's what that was. I was like, is that a log of salami? Like, what is on this table right now? Oh, no, that's that peasant bread you can get at Cheesecake Factory and Smith's now. And doesn't Costco have it? Oh, do they? I think so. I just got dirt all over my floor for my shoes. I'm an idiot. You wear your shoes in bed? I don't want to talk about it. No judgment. I ate crackers in my bed last night. I had to vacuum it. I, you know what? This this is nothing. No one cares. Keep going. Um... Yeah, so that's it. They went uh, Cheesecake Factory bread. I love uh, one of my favorite snacks, and I'm not ashamed of this. I like to take the Cheesecake Factory bread. I like to put a little butter on it. I like to put it in the microwave so the butter melts a little bit, and then I like to just nom it down. And by a little Cheesecake Factory bread, I mean I do that three times, and then the whole loaf's gone. It's not a big loaf. It's not that big. It's mostly air and sugar. It's, yeah, that's that's like one Hostess cupcake. And uh, yeah, I went to the Cheesecake Factory the other day, though. Got to tell you, brunch, not good there. Don't bother. Um, I won't give you my Cheesecake Factory uh, hot take. But I've been doing a lot of food rationalization the last couple of days in the wake of Halloween. You know, I'm like, how many candy bars is really that many candy bars? Like, not that many. Not, I feel like if you're eating the little size, you know, it's fine. It's a snack. Yeah, yeah. yeah you could have 10. I can have 20. Yeah, of course. No, no problem. No, no problems with me. Mm-hmm. I am so sorry. My dog heard somebody open a door somewhere. I didn't hear your dog 
You're fine. Okay, great. Um, yeah, Cheesecake Factory bread, good for you. Uh, then we get Meredith's barely in this episode. But she really she really made herself known this episode. I think that she really shone her star was bright. You know, she nearly avoided death. Um, she once again discusses her snowbank incident. The thing about that picture they keep showing, and again, I think it would be scary. It is scary to slide on the freeway, 100%. But the car's not even that deep into the snowbank. It brushed a snowbank. It mm -hmm. skidded by a snowbank. It had a close encounter with a snowbank. Meredith was not about to fall off a cliff. Um. Anyway, but Meredith's right Um. With, about when she talks to Monica about her mom. Because Monica then shares... My I pay all the bills, but they're in my mom's name, which I'm like, look, I don't understand finance at all. I like thinks Cole's cash is actually real money, but this makes even less sense to me. Okay, so my theory is that Monica has some real credit issues because she had a foreclosure. Um, and that's gonna really kill your credit. So to be able to finance anything like a car, she would have to use her mom's name. I'm opposed to why use your ex-husband. Is he willing to do that? Anyone's better than her mom. Yeah, but is he willing to sign the docs? Well, I feel like he would because he's, his kids need to go places. Yeah, but does that have to be a Range Rover? No, that's probably it. It doesn't, doesn't need to be a Range Rover. And why is she also renting? A Sis, just get a CRV or something. Look, are rental cars ideal? No, but they get the job done. Yeah, you don't need to rent a Range Rover. It's okay. But I drive a Vovo brag wow flex to drop it um okay so anyway she's like listen when my mom's get mad um my mom takes my car and monica meredith is meredith says 10 words this entire episode and one she says is you should take control back and i was like listen to meredith yeah monica then says her mom's like ted bundy and at that point i was like that's kind of mean but then the episode kept going and i was like is she that far off I mean, I was shocked, but I didn't disagree, is what, what I'll say. A sociopath is a sociopath. And the point she was making was her mom makes a very good first impression. She's charming. Yes. Yes. And Heather makes a good point, too, where she said, tons of Ted Bundy lore in Utah didn't know this would be the time that we'd finally bring it in. Yeah. And honestly, I'm surprised it took this long. I am, too. Shocked, actually. I thought we'd have more by now. But... That's that. Whitney's still trying to be dramatic. She's like, Meredith, you said you wanted to ruin Angie's life. And Angie said, I never said I wanted to ruin Angie's life. I simply said I could. Which I respect. I loved it. I loved it. I like Meredith in small doses. It's the right amount. Yeah. Uh. Yes, she is hilarious. Did you see her on Twitter this week saying, I don't do drugs. That's fine if you do. That's your choice. I don't really know what ketamine is. It was hilarious. Who? She was on a podcast and someone asked her if she does ketamine because like that was an accusation that was made. And oh, she, yeah. she was like kind of clearly on drugs when she said it like on some sort of medication but uh she is out here saying i don't do drugs and good for you if you do good for you okay meredith judge free zone uh then we get like angie cooking with her dad lewis is nice sweet i don't care about angie at all um this was another time where i'm like cool way to use your parent to have something to talk about on the show this was absolutely set up so you could get filmed yeah, there was it was a nothing burger of a scene. I was like, why do we do this? Didn't need it. 
we don't need it. I am interested in that lemon soup. It looked good, right? It looked good. But Lewis does no wrong yet. I like that guy. He's 82. Like, what's he going to do wrong? I Be racist? Okay. I set myself up there. You did. Uh, okay. So then we get to, I guess, the high point of the episode, which is when Whitney and Mary go to dinner. <laughs> First of all, Provisions is getting so much advertising out oh of the show. They're at Provisions God. all the time. Okay, here's what I was wondering. Is Mary one of those people that it's like, I eat at three restaurants. I will not eat outside these three restaurants. I don't trust kitchens. I don't trust. I could see Mary being like that. And I think provisions is one that she's like, I'll eat there. I think that might be right. Yeah, because she's it's always a dinner with Mary when they're there. Yeah, that's remember, that's when Mary was telling us about how carbonation freezes your ovaries. Was that provision? Yes. Um. The best part for me, hey, we missed you at Greek at Easter. I didn't miss it. Uh, Incredible. Love it. Love it. Loved it. Next question. Who would you rather be less? The person who had to drive in a blizzard to provisions. A terrible road to be on in a snowstorm. He was turning turn left into provisions off that annoying street that no, is absolutely never not. plowed. Absolutely so not. Either be him or be the waitress who spilled. I'd rather be the driver. Same. That waitress life must have flashed through her eyes. Yeah. The driver's like, I might die, but at least Mary's not berating me. The waitress had a different story to tell. The waitress was like, this is it. I'm dead. Yeah. And And she very nearly escaped death, if we're being honest. I felt like ignorance was bliss for her at that state because she just turned around and walked away as fast as she could. But she probably still heard Mary slander her. Yep. Great survival instincts, waitress. We wish you the best. Mary's text messages are mm, pure poetry. Uh, the run-on sentences, the absolute incoherent thoughts, they're so mean. And I'm sorry, but I don't believe that Mary has never had a single injection in her face. Okay, I believe Mary hasn't had plastic surgery. Sure. She has injections. She gets Botox. She has to. There's no way she doesn't get Botox. If Mary doesn't do Botox, like, I guess I'll stop drinking carbonation because it must work miracles. Mary looks like she has the Paris filter on her face all at all times. Time. All the time. She looks like like the guy who does Kim Kardashian's makeup, like airbrush. Yeah. Uh, she looks great. And Whitney, okay, here's my beef now. Whitney did say some horrible things about Mary on national TV. I don't disagree with Whitney. I think I made that stance clear. I think I do think Mary has some very questionable practices um, and very questionable money sources. So I don't disagree with Whitney when she said those things. But now Whitney's like, why don't you like me? And I'm like, Whitney, I wish you actually would just stand your ground about being like, I said Mary was a bad person. I think she's a bad person. She sent me bad text messages. Mary's bad. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, but it's not part of our healing journey. Healing. Um then she's like, Mary, you have to own it. Okay, I love that Mary was like, I'm going home. I'm not owning this. Honestly, I don't think Mary needed to own anything. She's made a clue she doesn't like you. What do you want her to own that she doesn't like you? Yeah, I agree. Like, why were they there? I agree with Mary. Like, why did you call her to do this? This no. is dumb. Great. I do don't, I don't think Mary's food's going to tra- travel well. Duck rolls? Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't think that. But you know what? I love that. I love a thrifty queen taking her meal home. Anything that's been fried is not, the second, the second it hits outside air, it's toast. You got to throw it in the garbage. Sorry. Over. 
it over. Uh, and then we go to Jack's mission party where every fourth person has their face blurred. I know so many people would not sign those waivers. What a pain for the editors. But the bishop did. The bishop signed a waiver. I Honestly, wonder, you go ahead. Well, I wondered if a lot of those kids were under 18, so they couldn't sign their own waivers. That's probably part of it. This felt the most authentic to my Utah experience of anything we've seen on the show thus far this was the most where i was like yeah this is our culture these are our people this is what happens in utah absolutely that between that and premish postmish premish postmish yeah those were the times where i'm like this is the truest slice of utah yeah this is utah county i went to five thousand of these i had my own like this is what we do I mean, we didn't have liquid death then, but sub and spray. And you guys, we had. I wish charcuteries were a thing back then. Right? I mean, they probably were, but not in Utah County. No, they were not for us. Uh, And I was in Salt Lake. So, but whatever. Good luck on the mish, Jack. Um, Can tell you right now, if Elisa was my mom, I don't think I'd have friends over often. He seems unfazed by it. He'd have to be. Yeah. He probably. He's probably built up some pretty, uh, pretty solid coping skills, I would say, because she definitely turned that event into her event. Oh, yeah. Which she paid for it. So I guess that's fine. But I get it. She's on the show. A lot of stuff getting filmed. Like when they had that Fresh Wolf party, I was like, yeah, it's good advertising for them. It's a win-win. But this one, I was like, no, this is just actually a mission call. So just let you don't need to speak. Let John speak. What if we let John speak? I don't think John wants to speak. I think that's the thing. John's fine not speaking. I think Jack could be unstoppable. And I'll tell you why. He's got the quiet confidence of John and he's got the gregariousness of Lisa. Those two together could make him an unstoppable politician later in life. He's going to make a ton of money. He's going to make so much money. I did get a text from a friend earlier today who is at a salon. And she noticed that they stopped carrying Fresh Wolf. And apparently it's because it's not a good product Ooh, i mean shocked i am shocked that an eight-year-old and a 12-year-old product is not great just shocked meg that we haven't heard about in three years by the way <laughs> uh so speaking of things that i'm shocked about what about that g-wagon lisa that she gets it delivered to her door any color seat she wants do they do that do they deliver g-wagons to doors and also and then like okay and what, Lisa? What? What is she talking about? I didn't get it at all. She was saying that she, she's very used to controlling every... I actually related to this quite a bit. She's used to controlling everything in her life. She's always had total control. And Jack's mission call is the one time she's been completely unable to control any aspect of it. Okay. Okay. I get this now. Because this whole time I was like, what's happening? She's she's just having a hard time letting go of that control. Okay. Well, I appreciate that her vulnerability includes a G-Wagon reference. I, I you know uh, it has to. It has to. Be yourself, Lisa. Be yourself. Uh anyway, from what I can tell, Jack's ready for Mish. He's gonna do great. I think he's out there now. I think he's did you watch what watch what happens live? No, I didn't. I got too tired. Halloween. It was fine. It wasn't great. Lisa was on, but she was like, they're talking to him once a week. He seems to be doing great. So well, he's going to be held up by gunpoint. Um, we already know at least told us. It happened. 
I was held up by gunpoint once. It happens to write a passage. He'll be fine. I can honestly say I've never been held up by gunpoint. Well, every missionary is held up at gunpoint at one point or another. Okay. Okay. Well, Meg, Meg, I watched a movie about an older woman in Croatia. And I gotta, just, I got to know the movie. First of all, why? Why was that your segue, Linda? That, that felt like a time that Linda's like, I'm going to be on TV and I want to say something deeply meaningful. This woman needed a movie about a woman in Croatia to realize that she should try and be better in her relationship with her daughter. That's what it took. Uh, yeah, I mean, she watched the movie, but it seems like maybe she was online shopping during it because she seemed to have missed what I believe was the point of the movie, which was nothing really matters in the end but your relationship. So heal your relationship. Because what Linda decided to do was make a spectacle of herself in public, beg for sure aspirin, and then the way she ate her dinner was so threatening to me. Can I ask you something? Why? Are you one of the, like, the the fork and the knife? There's, like, a very specific people way people eat on TV where they're, like, taking very small bites and, like, the the they're using the knife with one hand and the fork with the other hand. That's not how I eat. I use the fork and the knife in the same hand. I'm putting the fork down. I'm picking up the knife and cutting. You are? Yeah. Am I doing oh. it wrong? Yeah, you're doing it wrong. I will tell you this, though. Embarrassing. I am a knife and fork person. Use it, you know, fork stabs, knife slices at right. the time. Right. And then I put the knife down and then I use the fork. Yeah. That's what I'm I, saying. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were saying you use the fork and then you put the fork down and then you use the knife. And I thought that's weird. Man. Sorry. No, that, that was confusing. But I'm switching no, no. hands. And you know what I do? I slice it up like five bites. Oh, 1000%. We I actually had an etiquette expert come into my class in the fifth grade because we were preparing for some of that. I don't remember, but she was an ambassador. She was the wife of an ambassador. And she said that you should cut three bites at a time. I love that. Yeah. Right? And I think there's like good table manners, which we have. And then there's like, you think you're dining with the queen of England, Linda, and you, but AKA, you know, you're going to be on TV. So you are making an assertive effort to eat like a rich sociopath. The way she curled her fingers around that fork and knife, I'm telling you, I didn't like it and I don't like her. Theatrical is what she was. Remember when she thought the guacamole was a dessert? I remember everything, unfortunately. I was Is I Linda didn't... okay? Like just base level okay? I don't Has she never that... seen guacamole? Linda hit 11s, 1s, back to 5. Linda is freaking out. She's like, okay, well, let's eat. Well, I'm hungry. I'm so mad. I'm crying. Do you have aspirin? I mean, it was all a ping ponged all over the place. To quote Rooney Mara in the social network, being with you is like being on a Stairmaster. Amen. That's how I felt. That's how I felt watching Linda in this. Amen. I just want to say, Andy Cohen, I know you listen. Linda's not emotionally intelligent, and I don't enjoy her on my TV. I would love to request that Linda time be brought down 90%. I would like it to be brought down 100%. I never want to see this woman again. Don't care if I ever see this. And you know what? I know a lot of people get gruff. Here's how I feel. When you're two adults, when you are an adult and your mom is an adult, you have to have a mutual respect for each other. You don't 
oh, your mom, respect because she's your mom. Sorry, I don't think you do when you're adults. And also, I think like you get to build relationships as you grow. And the fact that Linda just thinks like you need to listen to me and you have to respect me because I'm your mom. I don't like that mentality. I think our generation has shifted from that mentality. I think even as living with a 12 year old, I respect him. He respects me. You have we're humans. I'm not it's not a mom where there's two humans coexisting. So just be kind to each other. Yeah, it's tough. I don't like it. And I'm going to say, Monica, I don't trust you. But I hope for the best. Uh, Yeah, same. With that, um, we'll be Wait, back have next you been week. To, have you been to that restaurant? Menor? Yeah, it's good. I liked my little upstairs enchiladas a lot. Oh, you got you and Linda have the same menu order. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Okay, well, Embarrassing. we can put a wrap up. Megan, yep. order. I didn't want to talk about it. That's why I tried to <laughs> do the outro. Um, Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Do we know what's happening next week? I kind of forgot when the next week was. A, they didn't have a next week it went to winter house on my tv me too yeah um all right well oh, oh it's bobby's birthday we're gonna see bobby's birthday oh that's right she has eyebrows that yeah, was just cute. that was really as cute. an eyebrowless girl i really related to that i thought so. that was really cute when she was lit up saying she had eyebrows i'm gonna say this now so no one's surprised i hope they only invite their friends to their kids parties for the sake of the show yeah right it's I don't, I'm sorry, Meg. I think your kids are great. I don't need to be invited to their birthday parties. No, I wouldn't do that to you. Thank you so much. Come to my 13 year old's birthday party. That's a living hell. No, thank you. It's no, thank you. Show. Like no. why more adults around 13 year old girls? Absolutely not. Um, all, right. all right. Well, we'll be back to talk about it. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye.